Welcome to Direct-to-Video DVD Extras, a podcast between podcasts where we talk about whatever we want. Now, where's the button on this thing? I just thought of something else that I had forgotten earlier. Yeah. Let me tell you one of my favorite parts of this movie. Yeah. When they're singing something there, Yes. instead of feeding birds, which was a great part in the last movie, they are getting the beast friendly with Philip. And in later scenes, you can see the beast walking Philip and hanging out with Philip. And I love that because Philip is the only other living thing in the house. And also, it made me think of... Do you know what horse therapy is? No. Horse therapy is, I believe it's mostly done for children with autism. Actually, no, not only children. People with autistic tendencies. Um, but there are, there are other types of, uh, disorders and there are other reasons to get the therapy. Yeah. Basically what it is, is learning to ride a horse. And something about gaining the trust of the animal or connecting with the animal helps you. Again, mostly as an autistic person, but sometimes even as somebody who is, who has lost some kind of bodily function like somebody who who doesn't who doesn't have a lot going on with their legs anymore uh it sometimes helps them and it made me it made me think of that that just sort of the act of befriending a horse has been has been shown to to help people with other aspects of their lives and i don't know if that was the point or if it just kind of seemed like a nice thing to have have the beast get along with philippe Hmm. but uh but i i I like that bit something else that they changed which really uh something that they changed that really makes the direct to video animated sequel make a lot more sense is that the beast can Uh read in this version (laughs) Uh, okay but it makes more sense for him to be able to read in this version because in this version he was 21 when he changed i love the line where she's just like you can read and he's just like i had a very expensive education like yes Oh, and I love in the... Okay, I will always love in the original version how big a deal it is when he shows her the library. Yeah. But in on the same line, I love how little a deal it is when he shows her the library in the new movie. For him? Yeah, where he just walks in and he's like, these are my books. See, I read these. Some of these are in Greek, so I haven't read them. And that's like, that's <laughs> like a joke. And then she... There's just a scene... There's just the end of the scene where she looks around and laughs because she doesn't believe that she's in a library this big and that scene really hits a lot harder because in in the animated film she goes to like a bookstore that's chock full of books right but in this one one, she goes to a church and they have a church with a library of like four books yeah two of which are probably the bible you think two of them are the bible well yeah they have this guy it's Usual practice is that you would have a version of the Bible in a language you can easily read, and then one in Latin for services. Oh, sure. Sure, 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 sure. Although, if they live in France, I don't know if it's the same. Uh, Um, France up until this point, I think, uh, France was Catholic for a really long time before it suddenly wasn't anything. I just wonder if France was, um, I wonder how how long France was writing uh, pure Latin. Because I know in English, in, in in English, 
England was writing in Latin for forever. Well, this this is more of a Catholic Church thing than a France thing. Yeah. Okay. What a good movie. Oh boy, I I was I was trying to look up the Beast's name and it wasn't it's not happening. Yeah, it's there is nothing. He just he, he just he just doesn't have one. He just they didn't give him one. Yep. Which is crazy. Although oh I my, I really oh like, although a huge list of debutantes on here. Huh. Uh, I got. I, I went down to like. I'm. I'm down to um. Extras, and there's a huge list of debutantes. Uh, in the Beauty and the Beast extras. Nice. Cassie Clare. Who is this woman? I swear I've seen her before. I haven't. She just looks like somebody else, I guess. So, I think at the end of the day, like my my verdict on this is like if you just. If you're watching Beauty and the Beast every day of your life and you don't need anything else, you don't watch the movie. I feel like if you're watching Beauty and the Beast every day of your life, you should probably go watch this movie. Because you're probably going to get something out of it. I was going to say you should probably go watch anything else. You're missing a lot. Go watch Mad Max There's... Fury Road. It's really I good. I've seen that. I... I... I still haven't seen that. I keep hearing how good it is, but also I'm also not big into action movies. But that's supposed to be so clever and also so good at a, a, another movie that is actually good at being feminist. It, Mad Max Fury Road does a lot of great stuff. Yeah. As a movie, as an action movie, and as a, a as a and I quote piece of feminist SJW propaganda. <laughs> Fucking sweet. Right. Um, uh, we should do like a we should do like a feminist weekend where we watch that in Ghostbusters so I can catch up. Um, oh god, that would be fun. So, oh, speaking of things that we need to do is I don't know if you noticed this, but I noticed this. Uh oh. As I was browsing through Netflix the other day, trying to see if maybe Netflix had uh, either uh, Muppet uh, Treasure Island or Treasure Planet. Uh, I don't think they it have. Does not. They don't have either. Um, I found out that they recently got um, an American Tale. Oh. And an American Tale 2. 2? Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't remember if that was good, but I kind of doubt it. Here's the thing, Tony, is I don't... Honestly. I don't, I don't remember, remember American, American Tale. Tale was good. I don't remember American Tale at all. I remember loving American Tale 2 as a five-year-old and oh, younger. Boy. I remember, actually, you know what? I'm going to look it up because I don't know which one I used to watch all the time. But here's, well, here's, let me help you, Tony, because the American Tale 2 is the one with the Native Americans that now thinking back Uh-oh. is horribly, oh, no. hor- just, just a little bit, just a little bit oh, bad. Andy. It's just a little bit. Are we going to have another movie where we have to talk about uh, how poorly Native Americans are represented? Yes, we are yes. because it's bad, oh, Tony. I was, just, I was just hoping we'd have a little bit of a breather at some point, Andy. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think we've had a pretty good breather. Let me check our what's what's our what's what's our listing here? Wait. Well, we did yeah. Balto, and then we did Beauty and the Beast. Oh no, Balto! Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, Balto wasn't. It was more of well, a, it was a brief it... foray into whitewashing more than ju- more than. Uh... <sighs> But there was, but that was such a big whitewashing. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. So. Okay. But I think the original American Tale has some good stuff in it. I remember somebody bringing it up as like being a good story about immigration. 
Okay. So we'll see. We also had Brother Bear 2, which again was shockingly not that racist in the way that we expected it to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I swear to God, we have to watch we have to watch some movies that don't depict Native Americans for a while. <laughs> or maybe find one that's good. I don't know if th- there is one, but there has to be, right? Pocahontas too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it, it, Pocahontas does not have a good depiction of Native Americans. Uh, it's just, it just has an amazing boat scene. Oh man, you said that, and like a wave of negative emotions filled my body. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. That was. It was a joke. I know. I know. I know. I feel like it is. It is in a lot of ways less problematic than the original, though. I agree. Because they don't spend the time making up shit about what these people believed. Oh fuck. Ah. Uh. Are we switching topics, or did you have some some other stuff to say? Um, it sounded like we might have been we might have been ending that train of thought. I well, uh, all I want I, I do want to talk a little bit about the live action Lion King movie. Okay, here's the thing: I am so afraid of that movie. Uh huh. Because Lion King is the Lion King is the movie to me. Yeah, it's still my favorite movie. I watched it. It came out when I was like two. I probably watched it every day for like three years straight uh yeah that that is such a big movie to me and we went and we watched it and it's still such a huge movie to me and the only way i could really think that would make me like the lion king live action movie as much as i do the cartoon would be if and i don't think that they would ever do this would be if they um, basically made it just the musical. See, I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, because I've seen the musical was so popular. Well, and and well, the other thing is the musical is the same thing. It's just they uh-huh. they they just added a couple of scenes here and there to flesh out some character decisions. Yeah, and also actually, I found out this apparently happens a lot in Disney musicals. Sometimes it's adding scenes, and sometimes it's just putting back scenes that had been taken out originally. Yeah. Because it didn't make sense to make the movie that long, or animate that thing, or whatever. Yeah. So, the the reason I want to talk about it is because over the course of, like, of what felt like a week, but was actually, like, a day or two. Okay. The director of this live-action Lion King movie, I, like, put out a... I don't know if it was a tweet or, like, in an interview, mm-hmm. was like, you know what I would really love? I would really love it if Beyonce was in my movie. And then, like, two days uh, later, the news dropped, like, Beyonce's in the live-action Lion King movie, and I was like, oh, shit. God damn. Well, who is she? Beyonce? Oh. Well, who, who's she gonna be? Oh, who, dude, you gave me a mini she? heart attack. <laughs> Who's Beyonce? No, who is she playing in the live action movie? Uh, so the rumor is that uh, right now that she is going to be Nala. I feel like that makes the most sense, but also doesn't grok with what I believe Nala to be. Which is? I don't know. Not Beyonce, I guess. <laughs> um, it's just the be. It, it might just be in my mind. Beyonce is so big. Yeah. And Nala is she's just not the main character uh and she's a great character i love nala but i feel like i feel like 
I don't know. I don't... Like, I almost wanted her to be Rafiki, and there's no reason for me to think that, except that Rafiki would kind of have not more screen time, but screen time in shots where she could be alone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm coming from on this. No, actually, I can I can see that too, if only, like, uh, I don't... I, maybe because I told you about this, but because in the musical that I watched, Rafiki was played by this by by this uh, African woman who was yes. like just hilarious and like had like brought a different level a different kind of character to Rafiki um I think the thing that I would almost be worried about is that and this probably isn't true because I'm sure that especially with decent direction which they would have Beyonce would not steal the show but I'd be almost afraid that she would steal the show as Nala I and it wouldn't work out, and it wouldn't work as well because she's not supposed to be the main character. But as Rafiki, Rafiki already steals the show in every scene he's in. You know, if there's a scene yeah. with Rafiki in it, he's the most important character for that short scene that he's in. I think it'll work out fine, if only because they cast an amazing comedian and just an amazing actor as Simba. Like uh, Donald Glover has a has an amazing presence. Uh, I I I have only seen him in Community. Yeah, he was very good in Community. Yes, but that's all I've seen him in. I was told by my little brother that he left to work on his rapping career and that it didn't turn out well. That's not true at all. Are you saying he's a good rapper or that he left for a different reason? He was an amazing rapper before Community, and he did. He left Community because he wanted to do his own thing and his own thing turned out to be another album that i've listened to and is fucking fantastic but also a tv show called atlanta that's really Mm. good i have not seen that because is it a dramedy it's a it's more it's a dramedy but it's one of those dramedies that's more of a drama than a medi that's the thing i'm not I, i don't buy into drama very well yeah uh, I can watch a dramatic movie because it's over in two hours. Yeah. But if I watch a dramatic um, TV show, it goes on for forever, and I get I almost get bored of it. When I watch a TV show, I need it to be comedic. <laughs> that might just be me. Yeah, it might just be you. But I don't, he he he's fantastic, and he he adds a level of he he has a level of of emotion and subtlety to a comedic role that can be very difficult and i think he can easily just work wonders with being simba okay i'm glad i'm glad that you think that because i have almost no opinion on whether or not he'd be a good simba and me thinking that made me afraid that he just wouldn't be yeah no no like i think of all of the african-american african-british african actors that they could have chosen to do this i think that he is top tier, one of the best actors I've seen on screen in a long time. Both, and and, and the and I think the reason he's a good choice is because he can do comedy well. Mm-hmm. And I don't want an actor who plays Simba to be like a serious actor. Yes, because Simba Simba is a serious role, but he's also a lion. Well, and, and there's like, and there's the whole part where he runs away to get high in the forest with his warthog and meerkat friend. 
How fucking dare you trivialize his pain? <laughs> get out of my fucking podcast, Andy. Uh, well, it's not a bad thing that he runs away to get high. It's just that it's what happens. But like, and also, how dare you trivialize the fact that this meerkat and warthog raised a lion out of out of childhood and made him the type of person who would go be king. Who would go get high in the jungle? I mean, also be king. Also be king. Fucking monster. Do you think? Do you think Simba would vape? Um, I bet he's not on the site that would tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What character in the Lion King do you think vapes? Scar vapes. I was gonna say Rafiki. Rafiki too, Defo. But I bet Scar vapes. But I bet he does it angrily. Like, after after a hard day of not being able to kill Mufasa. <laughs> after a hard day of not being his, king. Yeah, he goes back to his steam pit <laughs> and vapes with the hyenas. Well, no, he vapes while glaring at the hyenas, is what he does. <laughs> Rafiki, Rafiki vapes almost as a ritual. He vapes before he does some, like, really good painting. I get you. Yeah. It's like Rafiki like has a utilitarian vape like it's just like all it is is the vape but Scar has like an entire rig like yeah if I I have this I have this amazing vape rig and if you push this button it kills Mufasa for me. <laughs> yes. That's how it goes. In fact, I feel like most um most Disney villains vape. Jafar definitely vapes. I don't think Gaston vapes. No, I don't think Gaston does vape. Um, but and the... Ursula, Ursula almost definitely vapes, you know, as far as that would be possible. We know for a fact that Cruella DeVille smokes, so I don't think she would be into vaping. No, she's, but she, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Hmm. No, she couldn't do it. I don't, um, I don't remember what the father's name is in uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, but he definitely doesn't vape. Yeah, no, he's too straight edge. Or if he does, he the vapes. Vape, though. He vapes to feel the sin. <laughs> nah, because his big sin is like lusting after. Uh, yeah, that's a true. Gypsy. That's true. We're gonna have to watch that one eventually. That's gonna be a dark. One. I'm not looking forward to that. That movie has so. The movie's so twisted and. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but that movie's gonna ha- make me really talk about all of the problems that I have, like that, like all of my religion problems that I don't talk about. Cool. <laughs> as cool, as cool, a cool. person who used to be religious and hasn't been religious for several years, mm, been there. Um, that's gonna be rough. Uh huh. Oh, you know that? <laughs> you know that um, demon in Fantasia? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Easily. Maleficent too. Hmm. I'll I'll begrudgingly agree with you, if only because I can't I can't imagine why not. <laughs> uh. Although you know what? Maybe it's the good fairies who vape. Ooh, I would be more willing to believe that the good fairies vape, because they're kinda yeah. dicks. Well, we're gonna need to talk about I read a um I read a good article about how Sleeping Beauty was the first feminist movie, sort of by accident, because the only people who do anything in that movie are the fairies and the witch. Yeah, and Maleficent. 
Yeah, and they're all working against each other. But the prince doesn't really do anything until the fairies give him all his magic stuff that he needs. You know, when the curse is enacted upon Briar Rose, they're the ones who not only take care of her for 16 years, yeah. but put everybody else to sleep so that the kingdom won't suffer. Yeah. They 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 work hard in that movie. So that's probably the view I'm going to be taking when I finally watch it again. I want to quickly, just because you, you said Friar, and I immediately came to a realization, every character in Robin Hood vapes, right? Yeah, yeah, every one. Every definitely. single one. Nobody well, does every, not... Every, every one of the... Um, of the uh what do you what are they called the merry men yeah everyone in the merry men vapes i think i think everyone in the robin hood vapes you think you think the sheriff vapes? oh yeah yeah okay he's the only one that i, I might have had some trouble thinking thinking of it with i definitely think uh, i think i think like he like scar vapes, vapes. angrily hmm i can just i can literally i'm literally pic- picturing scar sort of splayed out on that uh <laughs> and the place the hyenas hang out which is already filled with steam and mist yeah and he just like reaches and and, and he like puts a tube to his mouth for a second <laughs> takes it away <laughs> thank you for listening to direct video VHS? vhs dvd extras i have been tony robusto and I have been your host, Andres. I'm struggling. Do I, do I want to go with the, the full beast lips? Is that what I want to focus on here? <laughs> Those were good lips. Yeah. Reyes. I don't know why that got me. <laughs> that got me hard. Oh. Uh, you can uh, you can find me at royalty underscore valens on Twitter. Yes, and uh, you can find me at theater vets with an er. Uh, remember to uh, check us out on iTunes or Google or our website wherever you find our podcasts. And if you can give us that sweet sweet five star review, it really helps uh, yeah. get us on the leaderboards. Yeah, and, and and let's do a real sit-down chat about this, because we have a decent amount of listeners, and I am very happy for all that all of you are here joining us. Somebody leave a goddamn review. We have four listeners in China. What? Can one of you Chinese people open up iTunes? I literally do not know. But if you can, it would be so nice for you to leave a review, and I would just love our only review to be in Chinese. That would be hilarious, actually. Yeah. Wouldn't that be delightful? I would love that. Guys, this is really how more people find out about us. And then, if more people find out about us, we can spend more time talking about stupid movies. <laughs> yeah, because that'll give us a, a bigger incentive to... Well, it'll give me a bigger incentive anyway to, to sleep less and work on editing these things more. Exactly. Listen to him. Listen, listen to how much he wants to work for you. <laughs> I need it. I got to enslave myself to capitalism. It's really the only way we get by. I mean, that's not true. I work like two jobs. I was going, I, I meant as slaves to capitalism. Oh, as slaves to cap. Yes. Just in general, as slaves to capitalism, not because of the podcast, as slaves to capitalism. God, I, we don't make money on this. I would love if we, you know, made something off of this. That'd be awesome. Smile. If we only got, like- Smiles on faces.
Smart. Aw, that'd be great. You know what? I immediately took it to monetary, and you, you took it to smiles on faces, and I love that. Uh, we could just end on like a good memory. Like let's let's just sit here and just think for a little bit on, about how much we want to kiss those CGI lips. They were good fucking lips. But here's the other thing I wanted to mention: Lee Rosevere. Yes. We used his music, Penguins on Parade, for our podcast. And it's really good music, and he does a lot of other really good music. There's a, I was just poking around his uh, his library, and I found something called Going Out for Coffee or something. And it's like a light but almost noir feeling huh. music, and it's just it's just a good it's just it's just a good tune. You as a listener should go check that out, because you know what? Why the fuck not? Life's too short. Did we cover all our bases? I think we covered all the bases. So, oh, actually, you know what? I also, um, if you go to direct2.video, which is our website, I put up a couple more uh, YouTube videos. I don't really know how to share stuff on YouTube anymore. Huh. I used to use YouTube all the time when I was in high school, and now I don't. Um, it's changed The a only lot. one that's gotten, that's gotten, like, an amount of views, because most of them just sit there, mm, yeah. is the one that I cut out of the Beauty and the Beast one. Gaston and toxic masculinity. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and it's mostly it's mostly you talking about your theory about why Gaston is the way he is. Yeah, and I fucking loved it, so I took it out and made that because it made me completely rethink his role in that movie. Yeah, and again, <laughs> after this past year or so, it it um, it's something that I I think it's important to think about. It's important to um, definitely to to think about how masculinity and the idea that as a man you need to be something specific and what that means for you and for society is important that's those are important thoughts to have yeah uh and it's like it's like four minutes you can go you can go look at it it's you don't even need to look at it the video is just it's just a direct video thing it's not even they're all great like just little teasers if you need to entice somebody with a little sip of what we do yeah I also did one that um, I did mostly because I had listened to the Balto 2 one again, just to see why it was so popular, and I can't figure it out. Um, where I just um, put together, I think, a few of my own rants about bears. <laughs> uh, just just like, the, just like the big stuff about how much I hated the bears in these movies and just played that. Yeah. So that's in there. That, that was fun. That's, yeah, that, that's, like, that's like a minute, so you can go check that out, too. Uh, oh, we'll try to add more to that because I I like I like finding I like finding our our gems that we that we have yeah ended up with out of these conversations. So and, and until next time, I am the ghost of John Smith. Ooh! Oh my god! Oh my god! Which, which cat, which, oh, which... fucking, wait, just a second. Yeah, you're good. Oh, okay, there was a, there was a car alarm going off, but they stopped before I had to close the window. All right. Okay. <laughs>